Hello and welcome to Three Zoologists and a Microphone, the podcast where we just talk about crap. Uh, and today's crap we're talking about is immortality. Who wants to live forever? Hi guys, it's Editing Sophie and Vicky here. So we have a little confession to make. We kind of fucked up and (laughs) completely forgot about this episode. Yeah, I don't really know how we did that, considering we only had five episodes that we even posted. We somehow forgot about the six. I mean, we had a lot going on in the background. We've all changed jobs, like Matt's moved house. There's been a lot going on in the background. But, you know, we we somehow forgot about the one out of six episodes, which is quite... It's quite impressive. But we found it now and we're going to post it as our season finale for, for season one. Can't even speak. And yeah, we'll be coming back with a season two. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. We can't remember what's in it. So it's going to be interesting for us to listen to as well. (laughs) Exactly. We're going to have to re-listen to it with you because it's been six months since we've looked at it. But I swear I finished editing it. I know everyone listened to it before we did it and we were ready to post it. I think that's the worst thing about it is the fact it was fully edited. Like we've done, it's not even just we recorded it and forgot about it. Literally recorded it. We edited it. I think we were prepping socials posts and then life happened. Yeah. And then we're six months later going, Wait, we had an episode, didn't we? Yeah, there was there was something because it's like we definitely did six because we did two episodes each hosting, and then we sort of went, oh, oops, didn't mean to do that. Yeah, but there we are. Life happens. Moral of the story. So yeah, enjoy, guys. So welcome back to this new episode. Um, I'm Matt. I'm Sophie. And I'm Vicky. So in keeping with the new tradition that we've made. We're at the beginning of every episode. We tell I love you that all it's now a tradition. I know. It it's is. like four, four episodes in and it's a tradition. <laughs> Suddenly I just decided um, it was a tradition and now it's... Yeah. So that tradition that we've made. Yeah. Yes. Um, so yeah, we're all going to tell you an animal fact. And since it's been going so well, and thank you everyone for like actually contributing, over on our Instagram, we've put up a poll with our facts and you can vote for whoever was your favourite. So I'll start us off. So my fact for this week is... That pandas, unlike many animals, don't have a favourite sleeping spot. So like how like we, you know, we sleep in a bed, we have designated spots. Pandas don't because in the wild they don't have natural predators as such. So they just fall asleep wherever they are. (laughs) And honestly, that is a golden life. (laughs) Just like on a walk, like, oh, you know what? I'm a bit tired now. Collapses asleep. Just, you know, know finish off your bamboo. Finish off your bamboo and think, oh, I'll have a nap now. I mean, the shops are a bit tired now. I can't be bothered to carry my shopping own nap in Tesco. Yeah, you know, just wherever you are. Yeah, just in the back of the Littles car park. Just have a quick nap. (laughs) Yeah. Nah, in the middle of the floor. No, just in the middle of the store, yeah. You're just doing your shopping and suddenly there's a panda. Just yeah. to sleep in the middle of the door. Uh, and so my fact is actually about capuchin monkeys. And there's been a little bit of a build up to this before the episode because I didn't tell these guys what the fact was. But capuchins will pee onto their hands and then they wash their feet with their hands after they've peed on their hands. And apparently they do this partly for hygiene reasons, but apparently there's also like it can cool them down. But there's new research that suggests they get some sort of pleasure from doing this, which I find very concerning. Look, don't kink shame the capuchins, okay? (laughs) Is it bad that as soon as you were like, so I've got a fact about capuchins, I was like, please be a poo fact, please be a poo fact, just because they're capuchins? No, it was a pee fact. 
Oh, no, it's, it's close a, enough, so I'm going to take that. Well, my favourite thing is, so I, that what's when uh, Sophie sent us a link for this call, she'd left the tab open in the photo she sent, and it said something about monkeys washing their hands. Oh, Wait, no. what? Something, oh, what? I did not that? notice that. In the top of the picture I sent them, it says, Randy, Randy monkeys, monkeys wash, wash hands. hands. <laughs> That's all it says in the thought. <laughs> I thought they were gonna be like washing yeah. their oh, hands shit, in the yeah. river before they had sex, but no. I mean, that would be very civilized. No, they get some sort of pleasure from peeing on their hands. I didn't really look into but, it. That like I said, no, but don't, is, don't I don't think it's show. the peeing; it's the washing in the pee. That's a very different kink. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Okay, so on a ho- more wholesome topic, <laughs> my fact is about turtles Aww. and the fact that their shells are made of over 50 bones that are fused together. Aww. Aww. You never really think of their shells as being like multiple bones. No, but I guess or to like, be honest, it makes just sense. being if bone. If you look at it, they're kind of like... It almost looks patchwork, doesn't it? Yeah, well, because true. A baby, so it does kind of make sense. Yeah, a baby sea turtle's shell is actually not soft, but it's not as hard as it is when they're an adult. And they actually, mm. they grow mm. out. So the pattern that you see on it is where it's actually growing out from the spots. So I'm trying to, I'm trying mm. to think how to describe it, but everybody knows they've sort of yeah. got patchwork. Each patch of the shell is a different bone and it grows outwards from there. That's why they get bigger yeah, and bigger yeah. throughout their life. And so they yeah. have to obviously grow so that they, their That's body why they end up with that really cool pattern where it's like a different color on the inside of the patch to the outside yeah. and i believe like... i believe it's the technical term is their carapace i think is it their carapace i mean that's just showing off now i mean what are we know. zoologists uh this was something we learned in first year did i have to take care of a sea turtle <laughs> that was a long time ago <laughs> yeah that was oh, a yeah she has a, a bit of True. an upper hand because she did work with sea turtles yeah whereas we don't <laughs> that's cheating to feed him. that's like you know that's like me dropping in the anole okay, facts yeah we did get to feed him you did get to feed him or you didn't get to stroke him though i mean that I don't sounds think like dangerous i say stroke him he liked to have the back of his neck scratched but you had to be careful because if he puts his head back and your fingers get stuck between a shell and his skull your fingers will break off so oh, you just yeah. had to have quicker reflexes than a turtle anyway anywho yeah. back to back to immortality anyway. So, immortality, what is it? Uh, for a second, I thought you wanted an answer. Well, what what would you say immortality is? Never dying. That yeah, one. Pretty much. That Vampires. is literally the definition. <laughs> yeah. So the, the definition of immortality is literally just that. It's nice and simple. That's the end of the podcast. Bye. No. Thanks so, for listening. Hope thanks you learned listening. something. Matt, the definition <laughs> is just nice and simple. That's the definition. Yeah. Okay, the definition of the... immortality is nice and simple. Nice and simple. No, no, I the mean... definition of immortality is not aging, pretty much. I haven't got the exact definition. Because I was going to say, I assume though, Two immortality, points. it's dying of natural causes. Because if you get hit by a truck, yeah. that doesn't so... mean you weren't immortal. That means you got hit by a truck. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And if the vampire is staked, it dies, <laughs> but it won't just die. Yeah. So, it's not, yeah. so immortality it's not is it's basically the lack of aging as opposed mm. to not dying. To be true immortal it doesn't mean you can't die it doesn't mean you're never going to die there are things that will still kill you and we'll get onto that later oh so for a sec when you said that i thought you meant like there were just species that they didn't age they just suddenly went oh my time's up <laughs> no no, no. Like yeah they in... just decide oh, when they want to die <laughs> like in is it about time where they've got like the stop clocks and none of them age past the age of like 25 but then mm. if they run out of time which that. is their currency they just die oh no it's it's in a weird medium. film it's quite a good 
good film. But yeah, I love that. My my main thought is it's like though if you had normal immortal jellyfish, that still wouldn't mean it's going to survive if you put it in a blender like they do in aquariums to feed exactly. the other jellyfish. And the way Vicky's <laughs> eyes widened at that really, mm. she's she's horrified no, now. Kind of, Are you telling me about that? Yeah, that's um. Which we'll 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 get on to immortal jellyfish. Okay, okay. It's not yeah. a nice way to go. Although I guess it's quite difficult to kill a jellyfish. Yeah, well, a blender would do it in the same way as we do. So they don't feel pain in the same way. Or at least we, we're pretty sure they don't feel pain yeah. in the same way. That you know, ignore we know. the tiny screams. <laughs> The tiny screams are covered by the sound of the motor and the blender. It's fine. Um, This is getting horrific. (laughs) Shall we move on? Okay, yes, Um, please. So so I've always heard of the the fact that lobsters are immortal. Really? I have never heard that. Oh, I've heard. Oh, maybe it's just me. But I've heard that they're immortal. So basically, in mammals, the reason we age is a lot down to our chromosomes and DNA. I'm not a geneticist in all this. It really confuses me, but I'm going to try and summarise it. So basically, on your chromosomes, on the ends are telomeres, which essentially decide the fate of a cell. Nice. So these telomeres, like, protect the end of the cells. And so they they're like shorten... little socks. Well, little booties. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah, they're like little, like, steel toe cap boots. Okay. That stop okay. them from getting damaged. You were yeah. su- um, the look on your face was such confusion, but... and then you're like, Okay, yeah, I can get behind this analogy. Yeah, okay, fine. Yeah, I, no, you've I explained it. I, I understand. understand that now. When, <laughs> Matt, when Matt said it protects the end, I thought he meant it's like killer T cells that like kill the cell or like stop the DNA. And then I realised you meant physically the ends of the strands of DNA. No, like Not like the end of the like, life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it's like no, little no. booties and like a little, little hats. Yeah. Okay, yeah, on the little exactly. chromosome man or woman or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. the, yeah, the little hat and the little booties. Okay, yeah. With you. So basically, as we age, um, in mammals specifically at least, the telomeres become shorter. And basically, when they get too short, it changes kind of like the there's an onset of tissue specific signs of aging so mm-hmm. that's where you get things such as cancer um so basically these telomeres prevent chromosomes from basically joining to each other or dna joining to them so i don't really fully understand them and no matter how much i researched it really confuses me so but basically as they shorten so the way you're describing it and correct me if i'm wrong but this is how it's coming across you've got your young DNA with his telomere hats and booties. They're walking around. This is a really weird analogy. Mm-hmm. I apologise. But so it's living its life. It's walking around. I mean, it's walking over concrete and rubble and the shoes are wearing down. So by the time they get old, yeah. you have less of the telomeres, which means then what's stopping them yeah. from attaching to others is no longer there because they've worn it yes. away because they've been using it for its whole yes, life. Yes, exactly. Ah, yeah. It's like really okay. rough old socks. Here's more of an analogy though, to go with your shoe analogy, which is quite handy. There is also an enzyme called telomerase, mm-hmm. which essentially is mm-hmm. like a cobbler. So the telomerase, you produce it and it basically extends the telomeres. Nice, So yeah. when oh, you're okay, still so young... Your body produces this enzyme to extend them. So as they wear down, they get fixed. So with the boots analogy, consider okay. it like the boots are getting worn down. So you take them to cobblers to get a new sole put on and it carries on protecting. And sometimes you take so them to the cobblers and they look at your shoes and go, um, <laughs> what have you done not, to them? Are you sure you no. want me to fix that, love? Or is that just me? <laughs> that's just Wait, me. Are you, are, you sh- are you sure that's going to work? Uh, yeah, I think the, that might just, I don't um, think I've ever taken a pair of shoes to the cobblers. I, I've had a, 
kind of a shock kind of how and a I mean I can do it but it's not worth it but <laughs> I've also had Should a I can't just... do it before lockdown there was over a yeah. week how long does it take to fix a pair of fucking shoes <laughs> mm. a lot longer than that Sorry. did you just take them a pair of laces <laughs> Make me a pair of shoes from these laces. This is all that survived. <laughs> I had a tragic Sorry. shoe accident. Oh dear. But yeah, so essentially as we age, our body produces less of this enzyme. So it can't repair the telomeres. So they get shorter and it causes damage to the chromosomes, which then brings on the onset of aging. So that is like deterioration in the body. Um, and then it leaves you to things like cancer and age-specific diseases. So okay. that is why so as you like... get older, you can't fund the staff of these cobblers. So you get less. <laughs> cobblers working in your cobbler factory yeah i don't think they really work in factories they more have little shops but hey ho um you just get less and less of them because you can't finance them so it becomes harder and harder to repair i was gonna say because i've heard this in another podcast that i listened to like a long time ago but they were and this is probably what matt's about to say but they were suggesting that we might be able to put more of this enzyme into older people to start like preventing aging from happening the only thing they said was they obviously can't deal with well you can't prevent some signs of aging because obviously like where your skin wrinkles and like you yeah. have other signs of aging you can't stop those because yeah. those are environmental things i guess to be fair i get why you'd want to not age the issue is when it gets to the point that people stop yeah. dying so yeah so in humans as we get older we stop making this enzyme and it stops repairing our chromosomes causing them to age which causes us to basically show signs of aging and ultimately die uh, very cheery Sad, but yeah, um, okay. however in lobsters they never stop making this enzyme oh wow um so as they grow older it just carries on being made in plentiful amounts so as their chromosome telomeres deplete they can repair them for as long as they want they never stop having to repair them so does that mean that they don't show any signs of aging they don't get old but one day they just drop dead or does it mean that they won't die of old age they have to die of something else but they don't die of old age as such yeah so they don't necessarily die of old age but they are not technically immortal they're kind of like a false immortal Mm -hmm. because they all have something similar that does ultimately kill them so basically obviously lobsters have an exoskeleton that they have to mold as they grow bigger and bigger yeah I went to the thought of it's just because they taste so good <laughs> i mean well that's probably why a high proportion of them do get killed to be fair is the consumption but they never stop growing and obviously as they grow they have to molt and they have to shed their exoskeleton to grow a new one mm. and they basically get to a point where it costs so much energy to molt their exoskeleton that they basically mm. die of exhaustion so the main reasons oh, they wow. die are if basically exhaustion disease predation or they're just their exoskeleton is so big it basically collapses oh my gosh i have to say that sounds like so, a horrible way to go you'd almost want to yeah, be predated i know like happens. you wouldn't want to be immortal if that's going to happen no. like no. yeah but it's literally so they're immortal in the sense of they don't age they, they don't get older they just get they just really get really tired for themselves for them yeah. at least that probably means though that they like mammals at least sort of have a slow decrease 
of their efficiency of like of how can't think of another mm-hmm. word other than functionality so they have like a slow decrease whereas mm-hmm. a lobster presumably is just yeah they kind of exactly reach the a same peak level and, and then, it goes and then they just die at some point it's pretty much like i mean yeah, they don't I slowly they decline get to like that f- humans and mammals we basically reach a peak age and then it's all downhill from there um, it's quite young <laughs> yeah. as well whereas yeah, it is really Isn't it like young. 25 like, your cell death yeah, outweighs 20, your cell 25 growth? 25 is, yeah. So like basically humans, once they reach 25, start dying. Yeah, that's why when Reese turned 25, he started refer to, referring to himself as an old man. And they're like, <laughs> you're only 26. <laughs> You've not, You've not even hit 30 yet. He's like, but I'm old. But even even in caveman terms, he's old, but in caveman terms, he would not be considered a village elder yet, you know. He's yeah. a long way off being as village elder yeah like no. in caveman terms maybe 35 you'd be a ca- like you'd be a village elder but like yeah 35 is no longer old by any means because if the maximum yeah, age it's, like it's 90 not 100 you know it no longer really counts yeah humans we have like this gradual design d- design Decline, decline, yeah. But I imagine a lot. <laughs> we have this gradual design this flaw. Yeah, we're really gradually designed. Um, Computer says kind of nah. Like lobsters. I imagine just lobsters reaching this point in their life where they're like, "I'm too big for this shit. <laughs> Fuck it, <laughs> I'm too tired. I'm just gonna throw like, in the blanket now. I cannot be bothered. Yeah, I'll like, be over there. Yeah, yeah. could you imagine though if they like, you know, they're just like, you know what, I'm done, but I want it to be quick. So you know what I'm gonna do? I'm just gonna go out into the middle of the ocean and just sit there and I'm going to find where I know something's going to eat me because you do not want to get caught by a human because the way we tend to cook them is boiling them alive so you do not want to be caught by a human yeah like that's, I think that's... I'd rather just die of exhaustion than boiled they alive have to, I thought they had to be stabbed in the head first these days though. they usually do now depending but... on where in the world depending they, on where in the world yeah, you are they yeah. usually do but they don't have to be I don't think but the thing is as well you'd be you could be transported across the world like before that in a little tiny tank mm. just keeping you alive waiting for the moment for you to get yeah. stabbed in the head and boiled it's like it's like when you go to like the really fancy restaurants and where you bring pick it out your the own table. you pick the lobster you're gonna eat i don't get that person I, I but, but most like, of the time it's not because they always keep one really old massive one in the tank because everyone's gonna go with that go i want that one mm, and they never pick that yeah. one because it makes them look better yeah that one so it's just one really old in a way, just but... they're like i'm too tired to go anywhere thing is that sit here with what we now know because of what matt's just said that lobster is probably sat there going please kill me i'm so exhausted yeah it's probably like begging at this point yeah so i'm just looking up so like yeah if the idea that lobsters basically just grow and grow and grow and don't age i was wondering what the biggest lobster ever found was and apparently the largest lobster supposedly it isn't fully known whether it was true or not but Mm. supposedly in 1926 in maine usa a lobster was found that was 23 and a half kilograms that's That's, that's pretty big that is huge yeah for a lobster that's huge its claws were 50 inches long 23 so apparently so that's 23 bags of sugar yeah which for a lobster I wouldn't want to carry that home from the grocery store no no and I'm thinking not. I love that I'm thinking of this in terms of toffees and I'm like that's about just under two and a half toffees that's quite a lot of lobster that's for context listeners lobster. toffees Sophie's dog yes he's he's a smallish cockapoo that's for context he's not just a random person who's named toffee who I'm like <laughs> I'm or just a, a physical toffee yeah actually that's a point no yeah. she I'm just has a actual just a giant toffee just in her room yeah, yeah. I mean that's... I do right now he's asleep on the bed but he's not 
a sweet anyway sorry go on yeah so so that's lobsters so they're kind of lobsters are like a false immortal they're not really immortal but they kind of are so did we think we they were immortal in the past or was it only kind of speculated that they could be when we looked more deeply and we learned about chromosomes and we went oh so i think yeah i think i think it's so there's been a lot of research into like chromosomes in these telomeres like especially for adults uh, for humans sorry Mm. because obviously there are a lot of diseases that come as a result of these telomeres shortening Um, yeah i'm assuming pretty much any kind of diseases that are linked to old age are going to be yeah so any age-related disease is linked to chromosomes and their telomeres um so i found something that's quite interesting actually so in humans normally we use mice as a model for like human aging um but the issue with rodents is their telomeres are way longer than ours and obviously they have much shorter lifespans so never in the natural lifespan of a mouse or a rodent do they tend to get as short as ours are so they started looking into like other animals we could use as models for our chromosomes and telomeres and i found it really interesting because one of the most similar length of telomeres they found was zebrafish zebrafish and i would not have thought of fish That's as having very what similar I you were gonna say you i assume you were say something like a pig or something yeah, that like we've used in other contexts primate or something yeah, mm. yeah but yeah. apparently zeb- zebrafish have very similar length telomeres to us wow so that was just well, another like though... random side fact i found about that I don't know if this is something you've come across in your research, but I I don't know the answer to this. But like, what do we count as the natural lifespan when you're talking about humans, though? Because we talk about the natural lifespan of of an animal as when Mm. it's in the wild. But the natural lifespan of, say, a tiger is much longer when it's in captivity because we can feed it. Yeah, that's true. I'm not expecting you to have an answer to this necessarily, but it's just complicated. What is... Yeah, no, I don't think that's that. I mean, presumably, if if you're looking at it more philosophically... To this, <laughs> you'd look back in time and look at the the age that people were dying back in the past. So yeah, you're looking yeah. at kind yeah, of back I when mean, sixty was really really old and good to yeah, get. Yeah, you know, you think 30. now in 2021 we have medicines and healthcare and everything. Mm. So at least in like the more developed like Western world, I know like obviously there's parts of the world where it's different. I was going to say I know that the life expectancy in this country is somewhere around 78. Slightly lower for men, well, but somewhere around on, 78. Yeah. Mm. But like it fluctuates yeah. a lot. But I know that at least in like medieval times, going back to, as I keep talking about cavemen, you'd be going down to like a life expectancy of about 50 and probably more like 40 in caveman times. Maybe more like Can 35. Can I just then. say that it, it hurts that you went in medieval times, cavemen? Oh, I meant to say in medieval times, it would be about 50. And then in caveman times. Oh, right. I did, okay. I, I think, think I did say out in terms of the <laughs> video then because yeah all i heard was in medieval like, times on. cavemen and i was like oh, no i did say i'm very different i mean i'll have to listen to that now but gap. i'm pretty sure i did put a distinction in there of like in medieval times it would you be about this did. and then yeah it just didn't it's come probably through just camera faults <laughs> no i think i just and didn't i think to be probably. fair you'd have to i don't know what point in history you'd have to look at because obviously we do have medicine across history but it depends on which era as to how legit mm. it was yeah, so yeah, even if you go back it was if it actually works yeah yeah so oh what was the oh fuck what are they called i was listening to a podcast about them the other day and it's an ancient civilization beginning with a b and their healthcare was actually really good to the point that they considered mm. depression and anxiety like legit health issues and they treated oh, them wow. yeah 
Oh, fuck. What I do called? wonder what the That's treatment cool. was because I know they called it heartbreak. <laughs> yeah, like English past, but you know, well, yeah, like Victorian era England. And it was just like, and... yeah, or like just a hole in your skull, or no, this they one of the things they suggested was get a dog. Oh, okay, Aww. I like theirs now. I, I, but that, that's I mean, they had various in... other ones. That wasn't the only thing. So I'm sure there was a lot of quacks in it. No, probably I, think, suggested. I think even today, that's the only cure. That's the only acceptable treatment that I would ever suggest to someone. Oh, the ancient I've Babylonians. Babylonians. Okay. Yeah, they had I... a very sophisticated healthcare oh, system. That's cool. Well, not necessarily healthcare system, but medicine and some stuff that we look back at today mm. yeah. and we're like, actually, that's legit. But no, I was going to say, as somebody with no medical training whatsoever, the only treatment I would ever recommend somebody with depression or anxiety is just, have you considered a dog? I, mean, I feel yeah, like they'd help. Could. I'm like, I have no position to give you advice, but I feel like a dog will probably make but... it better. Or a <laughs> yeah. cat or a, yeah. any pet, you know, even a I, fish. It's a lot better than some of the stuff. To. I listened to another medicine, history of medicine podcast as well. And this one was on like the, the Greeks and the Romans. Mm. Um, mm. And they had some interesting cures, as I'm sure you're aware, including some yeah. that worked. And I'm slightly concerned how they figured out they worked in recent times, <laughs> including apparently if you stick an electric eel up your bum, it will sort a was a prolapsed anus prolapsectum by putting I, i'm assuming they like, test i feel like if you shove anything the awful thing is that kind of makes sense yeah there <laughs> like, was one doctor in the ancient contracting and stuff yeah the ancient greeks um well a i don't want to know how they figured that out though put a eel up the bum i'm assuming because they've tested it in modern times i'm assuming with like a mechanical thing they didn't just go let's see if this works where's sparky i was gonna say i'm gonna put it out there i guarantee the way that the greeks did it or the way the greeks found that out is somebody did it but it was not meant to be for that reason they <laughs> went, oh, wait, yeah. let's fix that it's like that was wait, not the reason they did it and then when yeah, somebody accidentally like walked it. in on them they were like oh yeah no this is a treatment haven't you heard this i'm gonna claim this as my treat it's a treatment totally <laughs> oh god i was poor but, and this is fixy yeah. i'm not just into really weird shit <laughs> look yeah don't kink shame them don't kink shame the monkeys you, you know. can't kink no. shame me it's medicine <laughs> yeah it's not a kink <laughs> <laughs> So, so Sparky's things, a throwback. I don't want to know I, what Sparky's seen. I have another throwback to a previous episode because I've got a fact about naked mole rats. Um, <gasps> Did so, they shove eels up their bums? No. Eels so, are bigger than not. naked mole rats, Vicky. Funnily enough, I don't think they'd fit, yeah. <laughs> naked mole rats are actually quite small. They are quite small. <laughs> so they're not immortal, but... Good start. Um, well, no, because we talked they, about when the queen dies. Yeah, but kind of along the terms of ageing, so basically their mortality rates don't increase with age. So being young and being old doesn't affect your chances of dying okay. which I is this don't just because like illnesses how. kill them off or um yeah, environmental think, causes rather I think than just the causes yeah basically i think or the i wonder if kind of more they may maybe they just have so many causes of death that they get killed before I, they have yeah. a chance to age i suppose yeah and yeah it's not really you know, a species very, we can like, keep in captivity very easily so we can't mm, see what happens if we take no, those, those factors that away was just, that was just like a little fact that i found really interesting they don't they don't seem to increase yeah it just seems so weird and like naked mole rats are blowing my mind the more i learn about them they are really interesting they're mm. creepy little things but oh yeah they look really weird cool. they look very different to how they did in kim possible <laughs> wait that was a naked mole rat yeah yeah I didn't 
Yeah. Mind blown. That makes sense. Yeah. No, I think it's oh, in the theme song. Yeah, I think Rufus. He also yeah. Rufus. That was it. Yeah, and Rufus. He's got his own song at one point. Yeah, that's what oh, I mean. There was a song about him. That's what he was. Oh. I used yeah, to but he looks nothing before. like the actual naked mole rats. He's naked. No. And he has he's naked, teeth. but he's not got he looks all like the hair rat. because naked mole rats do actually have hair, but they just look really They have weird, like really very weird, wrinkly. horrible hair. They're very yeah. wrinkly. They're, as they're well. weird little things. Like if people haven't seen them, Google them. Mm. But no, they don't are weird. hold me responsible if you have nightmares about them. Yeah, don't um, look at them last thing before bed. Yeah, it's, they're yeah. creepy little things. Um, but yes, yeah, so that was just a random little fact that while I was doing my research, I found and I was like, oh, naked mole rats. They're not only racist, they're also... <laughs> don't die more when they get old so another kind of thing that's like kind of immortal but not really um so a lot of this at the minute is they're kind of immortal but not really they're kind of like borderline yeah um so obviously this is so i warned sophie and vicky ahead of time i have a lot of facts about trees um tree section begins this is the start of some of the tree section Nice. This is the um, start of the end. So there's a species of tree called the bristlecone pup. Vicky, what have you okay? seen? <laughs> Sorry, I googled naked mole rat. Oh, oh, okay. And then this turned up. Oh god. No. Okay, don't Google naked no. mole rat before going to bed. Do not um, Google naked mole rat. Just don't Google it. Just it, ask yeah, someone else to tonight done prosthetics to make himself look like a naked mole rat why terrifying he's done a good job but that's (laughs) scary anyway anyway immortality yeah immortality so on to trees so yeah there's a species of pine tree called the bristlecone pine um which is i know it's a it's a conifer native to the rocky mountains and southwestern united states like nevada area and stuff conifer because if you said it it wasn't i would be really confused because that name is really descriptive (laughs) and <laughs> yeah. So, oh yeah, it's actually a palm tree in the Bahamas. Pardon. Uh, well, considering it's found at heights of above one thousand seven hundred meters, I don't think it's going to do very well in the Bahamas. Quite high, probably um, not. But basically, so this is a species of tree that's really well known for getting to really old ages. Like, obviously, a lot of trees live for like hundreds and hundreds of years. Mm. You think in the UK we've got a load, load of oaks that are like six hundred years hundreds. old. Hundreds. Yeah. Well, you've got oaks that are like a thousand, a couple of thousand years old, or at least at eight thousand. Yeah. But these trees are the oldest living trees that we know of. So are these they're the really is... massive ones that you can basically no. walk inside. No, no, they're sequoias, great okay. sequoias. So they do get really old, but they're they get to about two, three thousand years old. I yeah. think. Yeah. So the oldest bristlecone pine tree that was ever found was five thousand and sixty years old. Wow. Wow. So it's older than the pyramids of Giza. That is definitely old. These are bloody old trees. It's like, um, how, hold on, how old are the pyramids of Giza though? I did research it, and I did actually write down how old they all are. i know is that the pyramids of giza were ancient history to cleopatra yeah okay yeah, so yeah, yeah. very very long i think they were like about four and a half to five thousand years old so they so yeah. these trees mm. basically sprouted around the same time which is insane. insane and they basically there was a study done on these trees where they looked at the trees ranging in ages from 23 years old to 4,713 and found there was no functional difference between them. So a tree at 23 year old, a a tree at 4,000 years old functioned just as well as a tree at 23 years old. Just as well as a little sproutlet, a little bubble tree. So presumably then they don't actually have a, like we don't know how 
old they can get to. Well, yeah. They're just so this, 4,000. So yeah, we tree... just have to ring up our ancient Egyptian yeah. friends and ask them. Well, the thing is, so the tree that was found that was 5,060 years old, this was quite a while ago now. But it was found because it had been cut down. It wasn't... Aww. It had been cut down and then aged. So we don't know if that tree could have carried on living even longer. Yeah. That's and always then, the I thing, think, yeah. Yeah, and the next oldest tree is currently 4,850 years old. So we've got a while to go before we know if they live even longer than that. I don't think we'll find out, but... But they no. but they basically found out that, like, the meristem function, so the function of, like, all the capillaries and the cells that, like, help intake water and nutrients in embryos, seedlings, and mature trees don't deteriorate. So they're the same in... That's insane. So do so normal like, trees deteriorate? Like, say, normal trees, like, say, oak trees or something, do they deteriorate much faster then? Well, yeah, so I, pres- so I don't fully know. I don't really know how about trees that well but i presume that like the function of all of these like capillaries like the the cell capillaries and stuff that intake water and everything mm, it's not they become be less forever. less effect yeah they become less effective with age whereas these trees they they Jeez. don't they can carry on working just as well they're just out there just just living insane. their tree life <laughs> Yeah, because like, oak trees, sorry, I've just done a cheeky little Google. Um, and according to the uh, Woodland Trust, the yeah. an oak tree may live for a thousand years. So, yeah. But more so these trees like, like 600. These trees beat them out four or yeah. five times. So that, like, that suggests that even the really old they ones, just, they're just aging slowly. They do still age. Yeah, so yeah, mm. they do still age just very, very slowly. But yeah, these trees just don't seem to age. So a 150 to 300 year old tree is called a veteran oak. Oh. 150 to 200 is a noble oak. I've heard of a noble oak. I didn't know. I didn't realize that was like a specific age thing. I just thought it was a description. Like it's a big oak, it's a noble oak. Yeah. I thought it was just like colloquial. Yeah, I thought it was like a description. Fucking fucking old oak. (laughs) That's that's Um, when we find one that's over a thousand. Yeah. And then you've got an ancient oak, but I can't find what age you have to be to be ancient. Probably over 600. According to Reese, they're very old. <laughs> We're not oh, that far off being ancient. Ancient is oaks. from 400 years. Oh, so not that old in comparison but to bristlecone. Many pies. will have ancient characteristics from 300. So that okay. suggests that there are specific things that happen in the age deterioration process. So is that kind of like how I'm oh only 23, God. but I feel like I'm 70? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so yeah, so that's the bristlecone pine, which is kind of like another species of like organism that's kind of immortal, but. We don't really know if it is or not because they're too old. They're too old for us to know. We've not Um, been there long enough. Which could, the thing is, that could be the case for a lot of things that Mm. a lot of animals. We might not know they're immortal because we don't live old enough to know. We've got another throwback. That guy who we're sending back in time to find out what brought algae to the Earth. The doctor. Yeah. Um, could, uh, we, yeah. could we also send him to check on the ages of trees? Can he just check He's on everything? He's got quite Can the to-do do... list at this point. Yeah, well, we're, we're, right, we're right a list for him. We're going to... Well, um, so we're asking a lot back. of favours. Yeah. You know. We're going to owe a lot of favours back. We'll, we'll, um, make him, we'll make him dinner. It'll be nice. I don't know. We'll pay him back somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for spending <laughs> centuries hopping through time finding out the answers to our questions. We'll cook you dinner. We've made you I a made risotto. You Do you lasagna. like pasta? <laughs> <laughs> I like the way we all went risotto, lasagna, pasta. That's what we'll offer in exchange. Is that what we're all having we're for dinner? We're cooking three meals, it's fine. So, as we stand, we only know I'm of sat one down. true immortal species. <laughs> okay, oh, okay. I'm sorry, I couldn't help it. So, so yeah, we know of one immortal species, and it is a jellyfish. Ooh. So, I'm going to butcher the name of this. Go for it. 
that because you put it in a blender (laughs) it looks like it has been to be honest (laughs) turret turret opsis dorini completely wrong i'm sure um is a species of jellyfish that can essentially turn back time so So i'm gonna nickname it share cool because it's time um (laughs) yeah exactly so basically so when this like jellyfish is faced with environmental stresses such as starvation or injury it can turn back into a younger stage of life before it becomes so it basically turns back into a sexually immature polyp Oh, although I wouldn't do that. I don't want to undo puberty. I don't want to have to go through that again. Yeah, but I don't want to have to do life over and over again. For anyone who doesn't get how weird and mind blowing this is, just think of it as a frog turning back into a tadpole, and then having to grow into a frog again. And then having to redo it again. But the thing is, do they then, they, a frog is much, this is just how my mind is working. A frog is much bigger than a tadpole. Do they turn into a massive tadpole or do they lose some stuff? What does a tadpole come out of the middle of the body and that is the frog, but in a tadpole form? What I got from the research that I read was it kind of becomes basically a mass of cells that Mm -hmm. then redevelop. So I think it's kind of, if it's injured, it might lose some of them. What? And redevelop develop well yeah it turns into, back into like i think somebody described yeah. it as protoplasm or something honestly like, it turns into buddies. a pile of gloop that sells yeah, 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 and yeah. then rebuilds itself so yeah. essentially it blends itself it is mind-blowing to think that these things can basically turn back into their younger selves it so is does that mean though if it, yeah if i would it... i don't really know it is doctor who then because after every regeneration it get well, it, yeah. doctor who doesn't get bigger otherwise he'd no longer fit through the tardis door and i also he doesn't become a child <laughs> It wouldn't fit in the TARDIS. Well, no, the TARDIS um, is a lot bigger no. on the inside, so he'd probably still fit, but he wouldn't be able to get in and out of the door, so he'd be stuck in the TARDIS forever. So does that mean if they basically blend themselves and regrow themselves, if they blend themselves and you split it in two... Have you got two jellyfish? Are you just artificially producing twins? You know, I don't. I don't think. I, I don't think actually know. But that's a experiment. really interesting point. I think you just proposed. An yeah, experiment I don't know done. actually. Because I know you have some starfish. That right. Do that. Someone get the blender. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Matt, we first right. need an immortal jellyfish before we get a blender, because we can get a blender oh, anywhere. I don't know where you get one from. I've got Look, a blender I'm downstairs. I'm starting with the easier thing. <laughs> No, Nick you always take off the blend. hard thing on your to-do list first. Well, no, no, no. You do the easy, like one it. of the easy ones mm. to get yourself thinking you're being... Oh, to get yourself going. going. Yeah. yeah. And then you'd like move on to the hard ones. So I've also got a question. Okay. Go for it. So which species was it? A species earlier that it was kind of... No, the lobsters where like they just die of exhaustion and the trees we've basically yeah. gone... We don't know if they seem immortal. We don't really know because we're not old enough. Could it like... Do you yeah. think the jellyfish are actually immortal or it's just we don't know that they're not because they might have a finite amount of times that they can regenerate and they just die of exhaustion yeah so maybe it's just in 200 years and we're not old enough yeah Which still so is from a bloody what old jellyfish. the research said they are truly biologically immortal so they can regenerate as many times as they want did and they test that by repeatedly putting them in a blender i don't think they blended them um so yeah only ways to die are basically to be killed or consumed so killed in terms of like I was gonna say I mean I guess if they're consumed they would die but if they just regenerate if you put them in a blender how else can they die well I don't know if like blending them to that extent means they could regenerate I presume oh, when they, they have say to liquefy I presume themselves. when they say they're like injured it's like you know 
just mm. a scratch or like slightly a, a little bit of a bite taken out of the just a flesh wound not just a flesh wound completely obliterated by a blender yeah uh, they, it's just a flesh wound like if you use scissors they could probably recover but if you use a blender yeah they're gone but so, so basically they're like they can regenerate if they're slightly injured or they starve but yeah if they're consumed or like injured to an extreme they can't regenerate so okay. they're not like the point of starvation. Not... Do you think they go? You think I should start again? This this one isn't working for me. Have you me. E- have you ever I'm a reached bit that hungry. point? <laughs> so hungry yeah, have that you, you ever turn reached that point where you're so hungry, you just think I just want to start over. <laughs> <laughs> so hungry that you turn into a completely different person. Yes, you're not, not you, you when you're, when you're hungry. hungry. <laughs> <laughs> have a Snickers. Um... Just every time a jellyfish is starting to look a bit blobby, you're like, have a Snickers. See, the problem I have is if I'm hangry, the last thing you should offer me is a Snicker. I will murder you. I don't even (laughs) really like them. I hate them. If I'm that hangry, don't offer me one. You're putting yourself in the danger zone. And to be honest, if I'm that hungry that I'm getting hangry, then I probably need more than just a chocolate bar. Yeah, I probably need a four course meal. (laughs) oh dear anyway so that's the jellyfish so there's a couple of other like species that are kind of immortal but not in the way that like we would think of them Mm. so not in terms of like it's not one individual who's can't die so you get a lot surely that's the definition of i thought we clarified that as the definition of immortality well yeah and now you're like so those species that don't do the definition um but there are clonal plant and fungi colonies. Oh, I see where you're going that, with this. Oh, okay. Yes. So, okay, yeah. See? So see, genetically. Sh- so genetically. Let yeah, let me get there. I'm sorry. <laughs> so genetically, I'm there are sorry. some really, 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 really old organisms who they aren't necessarily the original, but they are clones of the original. So genetically, they are immortal. So how old are we talking? Question mark. Well, so in the Mediterranean Sea near Ibiza, uh, there is a the colony of seagrass, um, which is a species called Poseidonia oceanica, Ooh. which is I that love. Because it's so old, they were like the god of well, the sea. Must so have this made. is obviously a it's estimated to be between 12,000 and 200,000 years old. So we've got another lovely broad range. So there. a very, very broad range. But we can narrow it down because I love it when I was reading this because, like, theoretically, it could be up to 200,000 years old. The problem is the region it occupies was above water between 10,000 and 80,000 years ago. <laughs> Not then. So we can narrow so it, it down to it's under 10,000 years old. Unless um, it moved. Unless it, but yeah, if it's, it, it could have come from somewhere else. Even like, if every 10 generations it moves a millimetre, it's still, it's still uh, going to yeah. be moving over the course of 200,000 years. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, so this is a colony of seagrass that's estimated to be that old. And because it's all clonal, you know, that they are all genetically related. It's kind of like. Well, I was going to say it's the same as even though we don't, so say from when you're about 18, like we don't get that much bigger. We don't grow mm-hmm. anymore, mm-hmm. but we are not the same person. So it's about seven years later, you, all of your cells have replaced yes. entirely. So just yeah. because, like, yeah, you know, us from it, seven actually. years ago isn't, like, exactly the same. We're not the same atoms as we were seven years ago. We're still considered the same person. Yeah, so, that's a really good way to put it. I, I've got a philosophy question on that topic then. So you're saying that our cells change every seven years. If I walked into a cloning machine... 
Yes. And a second Vicky pops like, out. You, like you I meant know to get in it or you just accidentally hit your head on it? <laughs> I mean, you walked both. into it. I, I feel like Sorry. the second's more believable. Um, <laughs> Go on. Okay. Basically, so I clone myself. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know, there's like a time machine and me from seven years also appears. Which one is more me? Have you been i Ooh. doubt you have have you Ooh. been watching wandavision the new marvel show i've not finished it but i did start. I've, I've not seen it oh okay are you gonna watch it i was going to and then reese oh, deleted God. our disney account are you, i just oh. meant are you bothered enough if i say something about it no go for it listeners okay so lis- listeners this is a spoiler for i think the last episode but like if you're beyond if you're not like skip forward the end, a couple of minutes forwards. basically you know who vision is in it he's like mm. basically he's like the robot guy in it that is a terrible simplification on my part he's the robot guy in um about the last episode they've created a copy of him when he died the government took his body made a copy of him and then like where Wanda has recreated um him from the actually it is the mindstone but from the part of the mindstone that was inside her she makes a copy of him they have this whole conversation where they've got the copy of vision who's been created with the sole purpose to destroy vision and then you've got the old vision who's like they're both completely identical and then they have this weird conversation but basically it reminded me of there's the story of the ship of Ulysses that um mm-hmm. if a ship sets sail and throughout the course of its voyage they have to replace some of the planks from it if by the time the ship returns to dock none of the pieces of wood on the ship are the same but they've been replaced over time is it still the same ship that returns to shore yeah even if like the jellyfish where it like becomes exactly the same thing afterwards if it's made of different atoms is it still the same thing i don't know (laughs) this doesn't have an answer basically all that did in the tv show was meant that the evil version of vision went we are the same basically and like disappeared and stopped fighting them so it won it won the battle for them but like it's just an interesting concept that like just because something is identical doesn't mean that it does it mean that it's actually the same individual or the same thing i think most people agree it does if they are the same thing because like i think it it depends on context so because there's that joke i can't remember which comedy group it was in like the 70s where it was Mm. like i've had this broom for 11 years i've only had to change the handle four times and the broom head three times but it's so good and sturdy and then you're like "Mm, it's kind of a different broom but if you take like you said something like a ship yeah where you fix it up you've changed it you probably still count it as the same ship so i feel like it very much depends on context i think it probably depends on the um, this is like really simplifying it but the amount of parts there are to it so a broom just yeah. has the broom handle and the brush bit so replacing that you end up replacing the whole broom in one go at some point eventually whereas mm. with a ship you're never going to replace the entire ship because you'd be buying a yeah, new ship not in one go it would be that, bit by that bit. would be building a new ship to replace yeah. a whole ship at once i had that yeah. debate with reese once about hms victory it got very heated because it was like oh it's under maintenance and he was like well just build another like a replica then it's still the hms victory and i'm like but it's not because the hms victory was in the battle and he's like but this one's been replaced so much it's not really that i'm like no it's still the ship i got still consider angry. it to be that as long as that was like the intention was to replace bits of it not replace the whole thing not to build a new one yeah yeah okay anyway i can't even remember where we were before my time anyway we, w- we were talking about seagrass oh um, we were talking about whether me from seven clonal. years and my clone yeah, would be yeah, yeah. me probably the you that has lived through the seven years rather than a copy of you but then the argument would be that there are now 
now two of you because then technically I think you'd more it's more like you now have a twin I'm confused because there's three of me how has one of me died wait what no, I, two okay. of you I thought I thought you were talking about one of you original you and then clone of you that gets sent like seven years ahead or something no no so I'm here yes I clone myself. Yes. Says so two of me. Two of and you. then a me from the future appears. So oh, we've got a me from the future. Yeah. Oh. So the seven year difference me. So which me is more me? My clone or my me that is actually physically me? You from the future. But in future, seven years. Because, because in seven years, all my atoms have changed. Just because we recreate, I mean, this comes down to what where memory is held. If we recreated you exactly, but with different mm. atoms, would you have your memory? Because again, well, I was going to say surely it could come into like consciousness and your brain yeah, i was gonna say like again marvel coming at it again um i'm sorry i'm gonna make this marvel coming brief. at you uh with one division as well they show that like just because so he's identical but he doesn't have the memories of vision and then like the real uh, vision yeah. shows that like the memories are there but they weren't unlocked so he like unlocks the memories then he remembers everything that happened but like if we recreated you exactly, would the clone of you have all of your memories and the same personality? Or would it be like if we recreated an adult baby somehow and they had no memories and they had no True. points of reference for anything? So they, they wouldn't understand anything. And then just for fun, we're going to throw in a me from an alternate universe and really spice things up. You from the future, <laughs> who you're really hoping is somehow won the lottery and is going to come back and go, well, you know what? You have it now. I think you need, <laughs> I think you need it more than me. I think you need it now we're doing fine in the future but you have this have some of it like have, have nice. a couple of like they they come back and they're like so in about five years time you're going to win 300 million i brought you back 1 million to get you started now don't worry it's fine you can live but without just that still play million. the lottery yeah just play the lottery make sure you buy a ticket on this day so future me if you're listening to this um and you've won the lottery please like <laughs> give me some give come some. back quite useful anyway yeah so seagrass yes bloody old <laughs> where it all started <laughs> the poseidon um, seagrass but so that's like one like clonal organism that's very old but have you really ever heard of pandy i've heard of pandas but no not pandy so pandy is a clonal colony co- a clonal colony. colony of quaking aspen trees in uh in america Ooh, do I they actually those. quake or are they just a bit wiggly woggly so they went i don't, oh, I don't actually know i like the idea of them shaking but basically this is an entire forest that's estimated to be fourteen thousand years old every single tree in that forest is a clone of the original tree oh wow so mm. are they a... like all connected underground as well so yes. oh, is it that one so, yeah so I think i've it heard is, of this it is um basically classed as the living biggest living yeah, organism i've heard of it being the um, biggest so yeah the whole root network underneath is connected it's 106 acres wow and collectively all of the trees together weigh six million kilograms so it's the biggest and heaviest known organism yes a big boy um i see i see why in your notes you had the biggest boy written. i wrote the biggest boy uh, I see <laughs> we've had the smallest jellyfish and I, now we're having the yeah, biggest boy a, a, t- a tiny jellyfish and a giant forest that is fourteen thousand years old 
gold and originates from one tree. That is a little so, older than us. So what Just happened to... Because if it all originates from one tree, this tree didn't pop out of nowhere. So it must have come from somewhere and had similar trees. What happened to them? Do they all have their own, like, forests? Well, yeah, I don't, re- I don't really know. Well, I presume that, like, all of the trees that originate from this one tree are in this one forest. But I think this is a thing where, like, immortality becomes a bit kind of blurred. Because, obviously, the original tree isn't alive anymore. Yeah. But its genetics are still going 14,000 years later because all of these trees are related to that original tree. So it's it's not biologically uh, immortal like the jellyfish where it can regenerate. But it just, it sounds like it just has such but overwhelming numbers of clones. Yeah, yeah. That, that it's, it's still going, going today. So it's kind of like genetically maybe it is immortal in terms of it's still going. Mm. So we what you're really... saying is I couldn't stop at the one Vicky clone. I should... <laughs> Really, yeah. we, we I hate like to say here, but many. one Vicky might be enough. <laughs> <laughs> I think one Vicky will do. Why? I mean, I why? Just... Why try again when you've made perfection? There you go. Oh, thank right. you. That's Welcome. a. It's a very nice way of putting it. Yes. But I, I kind of wanted to end with something we kind of um covered this earlier. I think Sophie, you mentioned it about the idea of being able to prolong human life. Mm-hmm. Um, with like, so going back to these like this uh telomerase enzyme that oh, right, we yeah. stop producing the booties. If yes. if there was a way well, the for us to manufacture this enzyme to use in humans could we prolong life in humans in some way similar to how we use medicines and stuff i do wonder that what causes does it actually stop or what causes of like aging so does it stop aging entirely because it stops cancer but say does it stop alzheimer's and like huntington's so, and things like that and parkinson's yeah i don't know whether it would necessarily like stop all diseases like age-related diseases but maybe if we hit it early enough if yeah. we started with this enzyme so early before, enough or so reese's is so what before you're your body is done for. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so Reese is going to die, but I've still got some hope. Um, so yeah. I think the idea is that you'd be able to start it before your body naturally stops producing it. If you started like artificially introducing this enzyme, mm. or I could even, we live forever? Yeah, so even people who are past the point, like so past 25, you could still extend their life. Yeah, yeah. Because you'd stop the likelihood but of them getting cancer and things like I, that. I just found this study quite interesting that I read about it because it was kind of going into the ethics of it. Not to get like ethical and philosophical. Mm. There's been quite word. a lot of none of us can philosophy. say the word philosophical, <laughs> can we? I can say it until I, I put a headset on and then try and say it when recorded, and then I it was the first work. one to try and say yeah. it, and I think I said philosophical. <laughs> Yeah, I always add about 20 <laughs> syllables. Philosophical. Um, but it was just quite an interesting study because it kind of made the point of, so if these technologies existed, it would be expensive. Mm. Um, so obviously it would be restricted to such a small number of people. And we already yeah. see stuff like this with things like organ transplants where they happen in a fairly limited number of like, where, would, oh, well, they happen to the level they happen in a fairly limited number of countries. It would sort of create so an elitist part of the world where exactly. we, we it could would live cost, longer. It would cause like a wealth and classist gap but i just want to read like this quote from this article because i just love the way they've worded some of this so it's there are numerous reasons why we should not contemplate one everlasting generation but be in favor of regular creation of new human individuals such as the desire to procreate the pleasure of having and rearing children the advantages of fresh people and fresh ideas and the possibility of continued evolution or at least development i just love the use of the word fresh people (laughs) 
Irish people. Get fresh. Like, it honestly sounds, it does sound like this was written by a cannibal, potentially. Sorry, whoever wrote that. I didn't think but, that, but, but okay. Oh, my now mind my goes to weird there. places. <laughs> what the, the place my brain went was that basically sounds like it's not a good idea at the moment because we have children and that's the better way of doing it. But they have discovered that sperm counts are rapidly decreasing in males, which means infertility is increasing. I did not know that. Yeah. Only in some, <laughs> Fairly in some spectacular. parts of the world, though. It's by quite a long margin, though. Like, I can't remember the figures, but it, in the last, like, yeah. 50 years, it's majorly decreased. And, like, the I fertility of people now is, like, this statistic might be completely wrong, so apologies. But it's, like, you're four times less fertile than your granddad's kind of thing. Like, wow. yeah, no, it's massive. And they predict that there's going to be real issues by, like, 2050. So uh, I could see so it So maybe it is the way forward. It, it's not something that should be considered now, but it's the kind of thing that... I'm not saying this is what we should do but I feel like as time progresses it's the sort of thing that people start might start being like oh but we could do this instead wink wink nudge nudge I want to live forever I think we could do it Um, but it's not a long term solution because eventually Mm -hmm. all these immortal people so let's assume we rule out most natural causes of death at some point some of them are going to get hit by a bus and slowly we're going to decline or there's going to be another reason like well whatever happens they're gonna still people are still gonna die so it's still gonna happen presumably it and we still need to be able to replace just them. be like the lobsters which you said just die of exhaustion presumably we'd just like i know we're not shedding a skin or anything but you said we, <laughs> we, we just are reach making a point wrinkles. where the body's like ah oh, fuck this well, no, like yeah. we become so wrinkly yeah. we suffocate ourselves with our own wrinkles that sounds <laughs> horrific <laughs> That's horrible. My God, you Apparently my you. mind's in a weirdly dark place today. Matt, you've gone okay, too far. Matt? <laughs> Are you doing all right? Am I ever okay? Never. Hashtag lockdown life. <laughs> yeah. But it's like I was going to say, though, that like in terms of, I, I know I said about wrinkles earlier, but the thing I keep thinking of is, and you two will know this as well, and anybody who's been to Cornwall, this is not, this in no way is me like saying anything negative about these people, but you can tell people in Cornwall who spent most of their life at sea because their skin is like leather and they've got like such dark skin and like the wind and stuff really affects your skin so would we all look like that eventually if we could live to like 300 we'd all look like that because our skin would be like burned and like blasted by the wind over time yeah so there would be environmental factors that eventually would affect us i think that's just another thing in general is like do people actually want to live forever i'd hate to live forever i would hate it yeah i don't understand it like he really wanted to live forever and I just didn't understand it I had quite a few conversations about the topic because I was just like I just don't understand it sounds like such a depressing existence because you watch everyone you know in love of die around you it's why maybe, maybe if like was say, everyone if we all... was immortal because then you'd always but then have that's people. just like a full stop but... nothing gets interesting i was just gonna say as well though that like the thing is as well assuming that we completely eliminated natural causes of death like that means that you eliminate the need to get on with anything as well like yeah you, know, you don't you don't have a reason like the fact that we all yeah. know our time is limited yeah. is why we like want to do value things. life more yeah and so like we if... do stuff yeah yeah i think it would be better 
better to spend our time focusing on like so making everybody's life better so like we already said there's a vast difference across the world if we focused mm. on making every individual's life better for the like length of time they have that would surely be a better use of our time than trying to make a few people live for three or four hundred years and have a shitty life while they live for three or four hundred years until they eventually yeah. get hit by a bus or something i need to come up with a new cause of death other than hit yeah. by a bus That's are you only- scared of buses so this is what i'm getting at. <laughs> are you have you had like a vision in your dreams possibly have you watched too I've much been in a lot girls. of bus accidents and, <laughs> and buses breaking i had the bus the brakes on a coach fail uh we had the bus set on fire the bus got hit by a yeah van. i don't know why i've ever got on a bus set on you. fire yeah there was flames coming out of the exhaust pipe <laughs> was it like a dragster bus no, it was the school bus that we were getting to school. I now understand why you're a bit wary of buses. Scared of buses? We're not scared because I'm not like terrified when I go on buses. But I think I think subconsciously you, you might be afraid be. of buses. The amount you bring up being killed by them. Considering that's the only method of death that you've come Mentioned up with so far. This entire um, I'm, that Yeah, blenders. I think subconsciously uh, you've got a bit of a thing about buses. Understandably, from what you've just said. But anyway, listeners, why don't you chime in and uh, let us know what you think about whether you'd want to live forever would, and your bus you related accident watch everyone you yeah <laughs> yeah have have you been on a bus when it's crashed and would you like to live forever i thought you were about to say would you like to have i was like no would you like to be in a bus crash let's not maybe if they're immortal we've already covered that doesn't rule them out from dying in a fiery inferno so let us know on our uh, twitter or instagram at three underscore zoologists um and i think that's all we have for today thank you for listening and the animal i would most like to have a conversation with would be a hippopotamus oh intriguing bye bye <laughs> bye Hello, editing Vicky and Soph here. So we just want to let you know that a season two is on the way. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to do a sound effect and then completely... <laughs> that'll do uh no so in the coming weeks we're going to have things coming out on our instagram and on our twitter and everywhere so if everyone keeps an eye out then we don't know exactly when season two is happening probably in a couple of weeks time but we're definitely working on it behind the scenes and you'll see the progress as we post stuff to let you guys know we we will be posting again and there is an episode in the works so yes keep your eyes peeled and your ears pricked which i'm determined is a saying it um, is a saying if you're a dog or something that has pointed ears, I feel like. I did actually look up whether that was a I saying at one elf. point, I think. Could be an elf. We we can't really prick our ears. We don't really have the muscles to do it, but speak for yourself. Um but yeah, cheers guys. I hope you really enjoyed this episode. Um we enjoyed re-listening to it. It was great fun. Yeah, forgot how much Soph was scared of buses. But yeah, we will see you on our social media accounts. Um so yeah. And see I'm you guys. Sure we'll see you soon. Bye.